Hello and welcome to Body by Desi podcast. So this isn't your traditional podcast that you would find on iTunes. Um, not that I, I'm not going to try to do that. I am going to try to do that, but I'm just getting started. This is our first podcast. I'm trying to launch this off the ground. So for for now, I'm just going to store them on my website for you ladies and we'll take it from there. So like I said, this is our first podcast and I wanted to I wanted to do this because if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you've come across my stories where I talk and I talk and I talk and I rant and I share and so many of you have reached out to me and You'll send me messages like, I feel like you're talking to me. Um, I feel like we're having a conversation or that really resonated with me or I, I really needed to hear that today. And, you know, the Instagram stories don't stay there forever. They go away. So I thought, how cool would it be if I recorded some of these uh, discussions or uh, topics and talks, whatever they may be, rants, and save them somewhere for you to to be able to listen to them. You know, and we'll identify different topics so that if it's something on your mind or heavy on your heart that day, you know, hopefully you'll find a topic that you can connect to on my website and you'll listen and it will help you. So that's what I hope to do with this. Um, but before, before we dive into all that, I want to use today's first podcast as an opportunity to just introduce myself, to tell you a little bit about who I am, what I do, and why I do what I do. And I think it's really important in my line of work when I'm really trying to help women transform and create a healthy and happy lifestyle for themselves it it requires you to work on so many different parts of who you are physically emotionally psychologically spiritually you know and I think that it's important when you have a coach helping you through those things you create a bond with that coach and trust. And I think that the only way that really can be done was with me being very vulnerable and open and honest with you and transparent and telling you exactly who I am, what I've been through and how I can help you. So, um, with all that being said, I'm going to just kind of go back in time a little bit, take you down my timeline of my life. Um, Today is July 31st. It's Friday. I'm hoping this will be a Friday thing. And I am sitting at home in Downey, California. And I'm looking out of my backyard. And I see my home gym and green grass and my kids' swing set. And I'm kind of in disbelief that this is the life I get to live. That I get to work out every day which I love and allows me to be so healthy and strong and 
my kids get to be home with me and play and I get to help them and watch them grow and what a blessing that this is the life that I get to live today but it hasn't always been um, I was born to uh, immigrant parents that came here from Cuba at a very young age my parents married very young my parents had children very young and my parents divorced when I was very young and my father pretty much disappeared. So I am a fatherless child, fatherless woman, and I've never, I've never had my dad around um, you know, for longer than weeks at a time in my life. And we don't have a relationship and it's, it's been, it's been really hard for me for many, many years. Um, I think I'm now finally at a place where I've made peace with that part of my life. And, um, and that'll be a topic for another day. But um, as a child, my mother had to work a lot to support us. I have two sisters, two older sisters. I'm the baby of the three girls. So in order to care for my sisters and I and to provide for us, my mom worked a lot. She was a housekeeper. And I spent my summers cleaning homes to help her because that's what we did. And uh, we were obligated and, and, and expected to help and to clean. And, and that was what our life was. And my mother uh, provided for us very well. I never went without. I always had what I wanted, what I needed. But because she worked so much, I was also very, very desperate for attention and her love and it's something that I've always really worked for is I I've wanted to make my mom proud I wanted to make my mom see me I wanted to be significant to her and I think it stems from that lack of having her around and even when I did have her around a lack of feeling like I mattered so uh, it caused a lot of challenges for us over the years in our own relationship. Again, time that'll be another topic down the road. Um, but we're still working on that. You know, I, I, I like to believe that I have a very nice, healthy, happy relationship with my mother. But we still have good and bad days all the time. So... Um, that was a little bit of that, uh, as a child, I was a victim of childhood sexual abuse. It was a family member. It went on for many years, um, while station rape, and it really set the tone for my life for a very long time. It essentially fucked me up really, really bad. And it caused so much trauma in my life. I again you know another topic we'll face one day and talk about on here but it caused so much pain and trauma that I did not know how to deal with so in my teen years I became very depressed I became very dependent on medication I was hospitalized several times for mental health eventually that led to substance abuse eventually that led to just no self-love no self-value no understanding of what real intimacy was and just just years of all sorts of self-sabotage and pain that occurred and then at the age of 18 
I got pregnant with my older son, Sebastian, who's 14 years old now. I can't believe that. Um, And his father did not want to be a father and he decided to be absent. So I faced raising this baby alone. And mind you, I was 18, a fatherless child myself victim of sexual abuse and a long stunt of substance abuse and now I had a baby so quite the recipe for disaster but I swore when I got pregnant you know by having this baby that it would save me that I would get my shit together and that I would change and I would be a good mom and I would be a good person and that was going to be my purpose and my meaning to my life and it did not happen that way. For the first few years of my son's life, I was still very destructive. And thank God I had family and a support system that helped me care for him. Uh, because I was not in a good place at all. And when he was about three years old, I finally, finally came to the really realization that... Um, that I didn't like who I was and what I was doing with my life and that I was so tired of my shit. I was so tired of being um, a bad mom and I was so tired of finding and making excuses for myself because I had a bad life, you know, and I was just so tired of this shit and I wanted more. I wanted to be better. So... I started trying to change my life, small steps. I changed career paths. I met a new guy who was great. And I started working out and trying to learn how to cook. And I was trying to piece my life together. Um, And then uh, I had my second son. My second son was born, Jordan, who's going to be eight years old. Uh, He was born premature, and although he was planned, and although I thought I was ready to be a mom this time, and I thought I had it all figured out, I was not ready for a sick baby. And it was one of the hardest experiences of my life to care for my child, who was so sick for the first two years of his life. Um, you, you plan and you hope and you wait and you wish and there's all this joy that goes into delivering this child and bringing this baby home and I couldn't do that because he was sick. He had to stay in the hospital for a month and then when I brought him home, he couldn't, he was just not a regular baby. He had all these medications and all these machines and all these tubes and all these treatments and all these appointments and, and it was just like, I felt like I couldn't get a break. I felt like I, it it was just, it felt impossible, but I had to do it. I had to care for this baby. I I, I loved my baby. I wanted my baby to be healthy and I did anything and everything I had to do to care for this child. And it was such a big life changing experience for me. It really opened up my eyes. It really just kind of kept kicking that healthy lifestyle into overdrive and really wanting to create change and be better 
really wanting to be better for my kids more than anything was what I wanted. And uh, shortly after that, I came to the realization that the one thing I knew without a doubt was that I wanted to find a way to help other women who were in similar situations as I have been. I wanted them to feel supported and loved and not alone. And I wanted to help them find hope. And that's what I set out to do. And there's been a lot that's happened between then and now, but ultimately it's led me to where I am today, which is I'm a personal trainer, I'm a health coach, and I help women try to create their happy and healthy lifestyle um, through a series of different things that we do together, you know, whether it be mindset, nutrition, physical activity. Um, ultimately, it's just really trying to be their support system while they try to strengthen themselves. And um, I'm so fortunate that I am where I am today and that I get to do what I love to do and help others. And I hope that you've somehow connected within all the things that I've shared today. I hope that you've found a way to connect and that we can keep meeting every Friday and having these these talks where I just share topics with you guys and you know, and, and how how we can grow and learn and instill hope in our lives and create positive change. So I want to thank you for listening today and I hope you'll continue to stay tuned and I hope that you'll remember that you are loved, you are supported, and there is hope. Bye for now.